It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. What's up, Heard That Nation? Y'all have asked, and you've asked, and you've asked, and it's finally open. The Heard That With Marisa online store at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I got the merch. Finally happened. Swaggy tees, amazing hats, other kinds of different merchandise that I got on there. Check it out today. Thank you for supporting your girl. Uh, Fill up a shopping bag with all kinds of stuff. Give away as gifts or keep it for yourself. All kinds of amazing swag and merchandise. Check it out today. Heard that with Marisa.com. I appreciate your support. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine, and he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to TrevorRomain.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com. Check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners. If you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code heard that H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code heard that save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. What's up, Heard That Nation? Listening in the United States and around the world, you are listening now to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button so that you be in the know of all future episodes and guests that are coming on the show, like this wonderful lady here. She is a makeup artist, and I say celebrity makeup artist because she is at that caliber. She's an educator, a teacher of all things beauty, and I'm going to add something to her profile that she may not think uh, that is of eloquence, but I will. I will add life coach because uh, she has done these amazing videos where while she's applying makeup and giving beauty tips, she has also instilled into so many people that watch her videos and her lives um, from her adventures in, uh, Dubai to here in Lansing. Well, now I'm not there, but I'm in Texas, but there in Lansing, Michigan, shout out to the 517. That's where I'm from. Uh, she has <laughs> taken the time to instill so much, uh, positive good. She has done red carpet events for BET, um, ripped a runway. She has done the Grammys. Uh, she's on campaign for makeup forever and for Nike. Her resume is Huge, but it, she is just getting started. Kira Lanise, welcome to the Heard That Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I Wow, life coach. I've never gotten that title. Honey, <laughs> listen, I, the comments that I see when people tune into your Instagram lives or your Facebook lives 
while you're putting on makeup yourself. It could be, you know, while you're just giving a quick tutorial on, you know, a quick beauty uh, application for those like myself that doesn't, you know, take the whole bunch of steps, but want something quick out the door, easy to go. Um, you take the time to also instill positivity in so many people, especially so many women, young ladies that are watching uh, that don't feel that adequate, that feel um, that they have to hide behind their insecurities and their doubt and their shame. Um, talk to me about what got you started on this journey of being a makeup artist? Because it's for me, as I told people before, they're like, well, how'd you get your start in podcasting? And it was when I walked into Marshall Music back in uh, East Lansing uh, as a student, I saw one of those old school, uh, you know, 1940s, 50s microphones and thought maybe one day that I would do something like that, but never to the caliber of where I am at. So what was the inspirational start for you to start this makeup, uh, makeup artist journey that you've been on? Honestly, I feel like this is something that I was born to do, you know, um, I think there, there have been many catalysts, including my own insecurities as a woman um, and even as a preteen growing up. Uh, but I feel like when it comes to beauty and all things fashion and, you know, femininity, that has been something that I've, that's always intrigued me. You know, I've always wanted to be in, in the industry in some regard. Um, mm -hmm. It didn't start out that I wanted to be a makeup artist. I originally wanted to be a designer. And so that was the path that I was on. Everyone knew me to, to sew and, you know, make my own clothes and hem up jeans and turn them into skinny jeans and all that stuff growing up. But um, I think, I think when it came to me doing some true soul searching and trying to figure out who I was as a woman and what makes me feel beautiful, you know, mm -hmm. like, and it's not uh, masking myself, but how can I fall in love with myself all over again and look up the features that God has blessed me with and, you know, make them more beautiful or mm -hmm. accentuate those features. And so playing with that as well as color, those things combined turn me into the makeup artist that I am today. Mm -hmm. And I think that what I said, in looking over the notes that you sent me as well as just seeing your journey and what you're doing and how you're inspiring so many people throughout the process of you coming up in the in the in the ranks as a makeup artist and everything did you have some doubts where you know what okay you know I'm fiddling around with this foundation or this eyeshadow and everything else I may want to take this seriously and go on this route to do you know uh, some possibly some famous people's faces or everything else that you have that doubt at first, like, yeah, right. And how impossible is this going to be? Or did you know, you know what, I'm just going to dive right in and go for it because I know I have the school skills. I believe wholeheartedly I'm betting on, betting on myself. Somebody's going to notice me. So who was the first celebrity, uh, that you got to, you had the honor and privilege of doing their face? That is a good question. You know, I've never been asked that. Who was the first celebrity? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> so, she's been in high demand. She's been in high demand, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let her fool you because she's done my face. And trust and believe I got so many compliments on it because I was doing a, a show, an uh, online show, and the compliments was nonstop that day of what you did. I didn't even want to take it off. I was like doing what uh, old girl did in Friday, uh, Dana, when she was sleeping like this on the side. <laughs> You have the perfect canvas already. So I could do your face a million times over. And, yeah, you have the perfect face. <laughs> but it's crazy because, you know, I've always, um, I've always had like crazy faith, right? So I've mm -hmm. always just believed that God could just do the impossible. And look, I'm a bet on your word because at the end of the day, people are looking at you, not me, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's how I've navigated my entire life, not just my career. And so um, that coupled with having a, a community of people that has, has always rooted for me um, mm -hmm. and always told me that I was Hollywood and, you know, I was oh so grand and all these They'd be things. speaking it into your life, speaking it to existence. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that that's exactly what happened. You know, like even growing up in, in high school, somebody just reminded me um, on Facebook the other day saying that they were looking through the yearbook and for the mock awards, I was most likely to be famous. And so <laughs> I'm like, people have been speaking this into existence all this time. And so mm -hmm. I've always looked at myself as, you know, not better than anybody, but like right. I deserve to be, to be around the, the top, you know, influencers or um, 
the top or most influential people in the mm-hmm. world. Like I've, I've just always saw that um, outside of my mom too, who's always said that, um, you know, my name will be known among nations. Like she's been saying that to me. It's, I mean, those are some of my earliest memories, you know, of my mom speaking that into my life. And so mm-hmm. when it came to me jumping into the industry, I think the first celebrity that I worked with um, was actually Robin Thicke, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Cause I feel like I've never truly made it. So like, even though I've done celebrities and this is no, no fault of their own or anything, I feel like there's so many different levels or stages to celebrity. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, I mean, I haven't done Oprah yet. <laughs> you know, We're saying and that we're putting it out there in existence right now. Okay. We're putting it out there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think sometimes I'm even deny- in denial that I've worked, that I've have worked and regularly work with celebrities so mm-hmm. I really I really have to think about that who was my first one I want to say Robin Thicke for the BET awards in 2000 what 14 I think or 15 maybe I don't know did, so let me, <laughs> let me let me let me let me expand on that question too because you know it takes so much for someone to see your talent not just, you know, because we're from a small town, you know, and everybody knows everybody and how many stoplights there are in the town and, and you know, right. and who's hanging out with who and everybody else. But, you know, to have that kind of faith and shout out to your mom, you know, one of my really good friends, uh, Kafara, um, and she is that person that instilled so much in you as you got older, as you progressed and you was following your, your heart and your path and your destiny for doing uh, makeup and stylist. Um, you know, you some some people they they dream, and there's they they have dreams, but they confine them into a small box instead of thinking outside that box and thinking bigger for themselves. What was the moment that you were like, okay, I I, I want to take this globally. I want to take this nationally. Like, did you did you send an email out to somebody, somebody that you knew, someone that had the inside, um, you know. I want to say like an inside job, but you know, the inside to like, you know, you need to check out my girl, Kiera Lenise. This is the big makeup she did. This is the work she did on a client of mine or my own face or whatever case is like how, when you got that first invite to something big, like you've done BET awards so many times now, and you know, you've done Grammys now and then your catalog just keeps expanding. So when was that first invite that you got? You're like, Oh my gosh, this is actually happening. And you're like, you're pinching yourself. Like, Okay, well, yeah. I need a pack and I'm yeah, going out was, to New York or wherever. Literally. <laughs> so that was actually that year that I met Robin Thicke. So uh, it was 2015, the BET Awards that year. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a really close friend who was a model and she was living in LA at the time and doing very well. And she, she also on the side would do like seat filler in LA. So all mm-hmm. the studio shows, anything that's that's being recorded on television, they have this thing called seat filler where they're filling empty seats with just everyday people. And so you have to, of course, look the part. And because she's a model, she always got picked (laughs) to go Mm -hmm. to, I mean, every show you could possibly think of from game shows to the Emmys to any and everything. And so she, she told me like, Hey, I, I really feel like you're supposed to be out here for the BET awards this year. And at the time it was maybe two weeks out. And I'm like, girl, I know we, we talked about it last year when you went, but my pockets say otherwise. And she's like, no, I've been praying about it. And I just, I really feel like you're supposed to be here. Mm. So long story short, I scraped up the last little bit of money that I had to buy a one-way flight. This was a week out now, (laughs) um, bought a one-way ticket to LA. Um, and she's like, just bring your stuff. Like I got you, we'll figure this thing out, but I really feel like you're supposed to be here. So I fly out there. And, um, the day before, two days before I get an email from a a makeup artist that works in LA as well. And she's like, Hey, I've been following you on Instagram for a while. I love your work. Um, I have uh, my brand. She has a cosmetic company. It was going to be sponsoring the BET awards that year. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm, um, I'm going to need some help. I'm going to need an assistant for some of the festivities over the BET experience, which is that full week. And um, she's like, are you ever in LA? And I'm like, OMG, I'm actually going to be out there Thursday. <laughs> you know, like I'll, I'll be out there. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I assisted her for a couple days. The award show is on that Sunday. The night before, all hell breaks loose. I mean, it's a long story. All hell breaks loose. And I'm on two hours of sleep. And I have 
my alarm going off saying that I need to get ready for, you know, the, the morning that, Mm -hmm. um, the show. And so I get there after persevering through so much. I mean, (laughs) so much. Mm -hmm. And my friend, even I was crying. I was crying. Like, I can't do this. I'm too tired. I'm exhausted. I'm emotionally drained. She's like, no, you need to get up. Come on. I'm gonna help you. You're going, Mm -hmm. we're going. So I get there and I'm walking um, into the main entrance and I get a call from the woman, her assistant saying that she has to do Shaka Khan's makeup. So she's going to be going to her home, which means that I don't have work anymore basically because I couldn't attend and in that moment it was like faith over fear you know Mm. like I felt like everything had shattered you know because I was looking forward to it I had just posted you know BT Awards morning yeah (laughs) on Facebook I have the whole city rooting for me and then just like that it it was taken from me and I'm like no there's no way God brought me this far to leave me hanging Mm -hmm. so what do I do? It's 90 degrees. I have a big old suitcase full of makeup. I throw on some sunglasses. I walk into the JW, which is where um, most of the festivities are being held um, in collaboration with the, the Staples Center and the Convention Center. I walk up to the front desk and I say, my name is Kira Lanise. I'm a pro makeup artist. Where do I set up? And the woman is like, oh my God, yeah, let me take you to the BT production staff. And I'm like, oh my, silently freaking out. Like it worked. It worked. It worked. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what came over me, but it was like a total boss beast mode, you know, kind of thing. And yeah, she takes me to the BET production staff. Um, They end up taking me to this woman who's on the phone ripping somebody to shreds. She's like, how can I help you? What do you want? And I'm like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. I told her about how I was supposed to assist the other artists. And if she's no longer here, neither is her assistant. That means you guys are short staffed. So I'm, I'm here and I'm ready to work. And she's like, I swear you're an angel. I was just going off on a makeup artist for being hungover. I have four people that have to be on the red carpet in the next two and a half hours. How fast can you work? Ooh. And without getting a name or anything, she like takes off running and is like, come on, let's go. And I'm sweet hopping all through the Ritz Carlton you know, the JW and the Ritz, they share off the same hotel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm literally sweet hopping back and forth. Um, and two and a half, three hours later, the award show is starting. And I'm like, what just happened to my life? Like, <laughs> this is I crazy. Love, I love that you <laughs> took us on a journey. Yeah. Of, of bits and pieces of that. And I did not know behind the scenes that, that all that was happening with you. But, you know, you showed you on the move and then you showed you know your exhaustion you're like you're like girl is tired I don't did four faces I didn't know you had that short of a time that you did four people in yep. that in that brief amount of time and I mean you looked still amazing I wouldn't know that you had a little bit of <laughs> sleep you. and all that behind the scenes and everything else like that there um two so, hours of sleep and jet lag <laughs> man it was rough it was and, rough I mean, to pull that off as you did, I mean, there's always something like that in when you said, you know, you put, you know, faith over fear. There's always a lesson to all of that. And there's always a takeaway from that. What was your takeaway from that when you walked up to the person at that desk, you know, owned your craft, you know, talk about who you were and everything else. And you get swept away to a person. Timing is everything. And then also you get whisked away four faces later and you're just like, yeah. Okay. And what's happening? crazy, what's crazy is that the, the very next day, um, I get a phone call from this random number and it's the, the lady and she's like, I wouldn't have gotten your information had you not networked and, you know, exchanged your contact information with the, the, the people that you did. Um, but I need to introduce myself and get you paid. She was an executive with Viacom and oh, wow. that's how I got my contract. And so, And I've been with them ever since. And so with that, it was like crazy. I think the biggest thing that I learned is to, to, if there's an opportunity, which there's always going to be an opportunity to bet on myself, Mm -hmm. do it, you know, because in that moment, I thought that somebody else was going to carry me, but here it is. Everything that I needed was within me, right? Mm -hmm. Like had I not been, um, grounded and had I, you know, fallen apart, oh my gosh, she took the opportunity for me and I would have gone back to the hotel you would have missed out on that opportunity that bloomed into a bigger opportunity. Yep. 
And that has literally been the foundation of my career because before that I was still working in cosmetic retail, you know, always had big dreams to do celebrity makeup, always had big dreams to, you know, attend award shows and fashion shows and things like that. But um, that one opportunity is what, what fueled the fire for me to be like, if I did this for this event and look how that worked. Oh yeah. And I know who's who, like what the titles and stuff are. Mm-hmm. Now I know what to look for. So learning how to bet on myself, how to pitch on my pitch myself to, um, managers, publicists, uh, recording, uh, companies or recording artists. Like that has been a big thing in my career. You know, like even when it came to the first time that I did New York fashion week, I was sending emails, shooting my shot to over 200 different people. And all it took was that one to say yes, mm-hmm. one, you know? So that's been, that's been huge for me. <laughs> I think the lesson that people need to hear, especially those that are future makeup artists or, or wanting to pursue that, it does take work and it does take time. And if you do get that no, then don't stop. Cause there's going to be several no's after that, but there is going to always be that yes. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's huge. That's huge in any facet of any career that you're doing or anything that you're trying to pursue. And I think the great thing too, Kiera, is that you stayed ready. You weren't getting ready. You're one of very few people that I know that towed around their, their brushes, their, their little kit, whatever you could fit to get on a plane or get in the car and everything else. Yep. You just <laughs> Somebody is in need of something else. You're like, well, you'll just pull out your whole entire kit. I mean, I've witnessed it. I've seen it myself firsthand that, you know, she stays ready. And I think that's, that's the big thing when it comes to people pursuing what they want in life, their dreams, their passions, their goals, they have to stay ready. Absolutely. I I'm a firm believer that your dream or the, the miracle like has to catch you right in the middle of your stride, you know, like, had I not been prepared, had I not been, you know, and you've seen, like you said, you've seen it. I don't care if I'm on a family reunion trip or whatever, I'm going to have something to get the job done because Mm -hmm. if this is what I'm passionate about, then there are no days off. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I'm always thinking about artistry, even in, in the moments where I'm resting, I'm still thinking about how I can elevate, um, my client experience or how I can invest in myself or my kit, um, to, to give overall the best experience that's going to, make sure that my reality looks like what my vision is. You know, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's important. Very important. Um, throughout the, the, the journey that you've had so far, like I said, it's getting bigger and bigger by the moment. And I'm just so doggone proud of what you're doing and, mm-hmm. and the, the educator and the teacher that you are. What is something or um, a quote or, you know, some kind of life lesson that someone taught you? Because in this life, when while we are pursuing uh, different things that uh, we want to make happen for our lives, there's always a lesson in the details. There's always, always that. And so while we may teach others, there's always someone that is believing in us and also teaching us as well. What, is someone ha- what has someone taught you uh, throughout this amazing, incredible journey that you've been on? Uh, you know, my my late aunt Kathy, she had a book um, called Inspire. Um, Every purpose has an expiration date. And it's crazy because when she wrote the book at the time I was living with her and there's a quote in there that says success can only be measured against purpose. And when I tell you the first time that I read that, a light bulb went off in my head. And the first thing I thought was, I cannot believe she said something so profound and her room is right downstairs. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't believe it, you know? Um, but that quote has really, it really changed um, the trajectory of how I do everything, like how I live my life, how I navigate through my career. Um, and it simply means that no matter how many followers you get on social media, right? Like no matter right. what your greatest accomplishments are, um, no matter what, how many bragging rights you have, if you aren't living in your purpose, which is the assignment that God put you on this earth for, then you haven't done anything, right? Ooh, so say that, yes. Yeah, and I, I think that sometimes we look for this quantifiable um, uh, thing or uh, scenario or circumstance to say if I'm, if I'm successful or not, when really you can be doing the same exact thing. You can listen to all the uh, self-help uh, podcasts or, or um, 
YouTube videos or go to all these seminars and you can follow the exact steps that someone has given you. But if you're not doing them according to your purpose, or if your purpose isn't at the forefront, then you haven't done anything at all. And so Mm -hmm. that just, man, like as much as I love makeup, as much as I love fashion, I know that that's a, a platform to get me to where I'm really trying to go, which is why you know, you saying life coach meant so much to me because I do believe that that's just a platform for me. I do believe that there's ministry behind it and, you know, being able to help people and really speak to those insecurities and those childhood traumas. And, um, I I think that that's a, the, in the grand scheme of things, that's something that I'm really passionate about. And so, yes, the avenue or the media might be me doing makeup on people Mm -hmm. and yes, you know, having all these accolades and, Um, This extensive resume has been a tremendous blessing, but I think I'm able to inspire people to discover their purpose and relentlessly pursue that thing because that's what I'm doing for myself. Does that make sense? Yes, it is. That's beautifully put. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's funny, you know, when you're in that thing, because it's not always perfect. It's not always pretty. It's not always Instagrammable. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think that knowing what your purpose is and helping people discover it. I think that's, that's part of what my ultimate uh, purpose is, Mm -hmm. is to help other people discover theirs and show that, Hey, your faith is only going to be as big as what you surround yourself by. And so I feel like me blazing that trail and having this relentless attitude when it comes to my faith in general, I think that's part of what, what makes me a credible source or what makes my, my testimony, my story that much powerful Mm -hmm. is that it's not, there's never a moment where I've just completely arrived. It's like, no, it's an ever going journey. I'm always progressing. I'm always growing, always learning, always still reaching back to the next person and trying to help them and pull them along, which again, creates this beautiful picture of, of what I want my life journey to look like in general. Don't you go anywhere. The heard that with Marisa Tigney podcast. We'll be right back after a brief pause to hear from our sponsor. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them I found that they they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine. And he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to uh, trevorromaine.com, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end, dot com. Check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners, if you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T, and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code heard that save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. And welcome back to the heard that with Marisa Tigney podcast. I know you get so many people that have told you those that you have encouraged it and brought them along. I know that you have gotten so many accolades of thanks and appreciation. Is there one that stands out to you that, you know, is always in the, in the forefront of your mind of, okay, this is why I'm doing this because this particular person had wrote me or called me and said that I changed their life by saying this or doing this. Yeah. Um, recently, actually, I, I saw a, a girl who's local to Lansing. Her name is Lauren Cumberbatch and she was in the news and she has a, a spa that she's opened up the first um, millennial and black owned spa in the city. And she talked about how I inspired her in 2013 to even go to school for, uh, to be an esthetician. And that just blew me away. Like, wow. She's like, yeah, I have an entire spa. I have employees. Like I'm a business owner. I'm not doing this as a hobby. This isn't something I'm just interested in. Like this has really changed my life. And it all started with me of all people. Yeah. (laughs) Me telling her 
um, and encouraging her to pursue that thing back in 2013. And so to hear that in 2021, it just, man, you I just never know. You never I, know who exactly. you're going to cross paths with and just inspire them. I'm like, girl, we just went out for cappuccinos. How did I inspire you? Like, but you just never know until yeah. it comes back around and they, you know, you see them blossom and you see them bloom into something that they always want to do. And it could have been, you know, just a one brief sentence you said, or, you know, that you went and took them out to coffee and treated them real nice. And, you know, you were just being your authentic self. It's amazing the gems that someone will catch. It doesn't have to be like a drawn whole out conversation. It could be just little bitty gems that they catch and it just turns into something beautiful for them. Absolutely. What's funny about her story in particular is that we would have never even met had I not, um, you know, done a random act of kindness. I was leaving a friend's house. We had been hanging out and on my way home, this is before I moved to Texas again, 2013. Um, it's in the wintertime. There's a girl who's caught, who's stuck in the snow, like her car stuck in the snow. And so I get out and we're young, you know, neither one of us know anything. Mm -hmm. Right. And I get out and I'm like, well, let me at least help her. And so for two and a half hours, I'm helping her get out the snow and that's how we met. And so I posted on Facebook later that night saying, oh my goodness, like today was the craziest day. And I ended it talking about how I was able to help a girl who looked like me, you know, yeah. um, get out of the snow. And, and someone comments and says, OMG, I think this you helped my friend and tags me in her post where she's like, I met the sweetest person today. She helped me out of the snow. And oh my so goodness just for everything to come together and again to see now that she's so successful she just won um the the city pulse like top top of the town um spa award she's gotten qualified for so many grants she has so many employees and their lives are being changed and so, so excuse good. me to see that and to know that that one little thing i i still don't even remember when i said it or what exactly i said mm -hmm. but to know that that one opportunity um changed the trajectory of someone's life that that does me well, you know, mm -hmm. like that, that's what makes my heart smile. That means more to me than any red carpet I can walk on any, um, accolade that I can get or tag from a celebrity on social media. Like that is what I live for. That's for sure. Beautiful. That's you. Amen. High five to you. <laughs> High five over and over again to you. That is so good. So those that are watching on YouTube can see this beautiful, beautiful face of yours. Uh, with just, uh, I mean, it's just glowing. And so I know, you know, the changing of seasons because I battle it myself when it goes from, you know, amazing hot summer. Well, most of the time here in Texas, you've lived here in Texas before, um, to where it wants to be cold, but then it doesn't want to be. So it gets up and down, but living and raised in Michigan, um, in Lansing, Lansing literally will be changing seasons. Like it goes from summer to fall, fall to suspect winter ice storms yep. <laughs> hail snow the blend of it would probably parts of, of, of the sun coming out and mm -hmm. the skin especially mine it will go from oh we're glowing and radiant to dry immediately yep. and so what are some beauty tips that you use some some uh you know self-care tips that you use for your skin that uh is good that people that you recommend for those that you know have either all day, all day summer, like I do, summer type weather, like I do, with hints of cold, to like, you know, where you're at, you know, you got all four seasons and people's skin goes up and down like a roller coaster. What are some go-to uh, easy uh, practical things that you do on your daily routine that you recommend for others? Um, one, wearing sunscreen. That has been a life changer. I always tell people that 90% of your, and these are my own statistics, but 90% of your skincare concerns can be solved by using sunscreen. Um, I don't care what your race is. I don't care where you live. I don't care if you work from home and you're indoors all day. Mm -hmm. Using sunscreen is super important. Um, and then also creating a skincare regimen that coincides with not just what your beauty goals are, but what your skin needs right now. Mm -hmm. So one of the big things that I've seen over the years, um, especially with the age of social media and influencing influencers doing the marketing and selling the products for people or for brands, um, is that there is a huge difference between hydration and moisture, and mm -hmm. that's not talked about enough. So if you have more dry skin, you need more moisture, which means the presence of oil. If you have more oily skin, you need, you produce your own oil. So you need hydration, which is the presence of water. So curating a skincare regimen that 
that combats that, you know, and helping to balance out the pH of your skin is going to be super, super important. Um, so that even as you're applying makeup, it looks like exactly what the selling points are, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you buy a radiant foundation, but the surface underneath it is dry, right. it's not going to look radiant. It's just going to look like oil sitting on top of your skin, but knowing how to take care of your skin is going to be the biggest thing skin is skin is in always will be <laughs> right the one big misconception that i heard and i'm so glad that we're talking about this too is that i've heard people that only wash their face once a day um because they have felt that washing it in the morning and in the nighttime that their face tends to their, their skin tends to dry out um mm -hmm. i've never heard of that but i've seen it where people or you know experts beauty experts some beauty experts i won't name them on here uh has said you know doing their nighttime regimen but then during the daytime they don't do anything except like do a quick spritz or you know use some kind of uh uh astringent or whatever the case is that they use on their face i don't know what and then just go throughout the day and i'm like wouldn't that like mess your 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 skin up or what it is like you you're used to washing it in the day and doing your regimen and then you're used to doing your nighttime routine and then all of a sudden you're cutting out your morning routine and just doing the nighttime. I'm like, wouldn't your skin basically like turn on you, so to speak, like breakouts, all that kind of thing? So, so technically they're right. You don't have to wash your face in the morning. Really? Um, yeah, you don't necessarily have to. Personal preference. I do. Let's be clear. Because, you know, it might be a little hard sleeper sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. you don't want crust on your face or your yeah. eyes or something like that. Um, but do I do my full regimen in the mornings? I do not. Um, because I don't want to dry out my skin. I do want to protect the moisture barrier. Okay. And so um, with that, making sure that you do it at night is most important. One, because it takes away all the dirt and debris from the day, but also at night when you're asleep is when your skin goes through a process called mitosis, which is a very long and scientific process, but basically um, your skin repairs itself, right? Mm, at the cellular okay. level. And so you're not going anywhere besides maybe back and forth to the bathroom or to the kitchen if you like late night snacks right, um, right. At night while you're asleep right but during right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but during I, the day me <laughs> right. no shame there's no shame here <laughs> I'm definitely a snacker mm -hmm. um but during the day our skin is constantly taking a beating by eating pollution in the air cigarette smokes uh, you know, things that we have no control over. Right. Mm -hmm. And so as long as you are protecting your skin by, if you use like, let's say an astringent or a toner, um, that's going to be good because it's going to help to remove debris, um, anything that may be left over. Right. But then making sure that your skin is protected throughout the day from the harsh chemicals, meaning wearing a moisturizer for your skin type. And then of okay. course your sunscreen, you're good throughout the day because at night is when your skin goes into truly reset mode repairing itself. So all the blemishes, all the acne scarring or uh, fine lines, wrinkles, all that stuff can be repaired at night when you're asleep. Mm -hmm. So that's why typically people do have more of an extensive night care routine, or they should have yeah. a more of extensive night care routine versus during the day. Okay. That's good to know. I did not know that. For yeah. me, I, I am I am a daytime face washer and a nighttime face washer. Look, I'm trying to look for every young as possible. So <laughs> I hear that. Now, if you do, if you do do both, just make sure that um, you're doing you're applying more hydrating products during the day. Okay. So, so let's say at night you're using your thick night creams and you're lifting and firming or your um, your serums that have, you know, just whatever your targeted concerns are. They're catering to that during the day. You want to go a little bit more lightweight, but use stuff mm. that's hydrating for the skin. So that's when you can focus on, OK, I want to look a little more radiant, you know, things that are more uh, compatible with your makeup versus at night. That's going to be truly catered to whatever your skincare uh, concerns are. Mm -hmm. And please tell the people that are listening, that are watching, uh, that all products, moisturizers and all that are not created equal. So you can balance out the high price and the drugstore price because there was a segment that you did, honey, that you brought in the focal points and the glorification of drugstore beauty products. Because people think they got to go out and spend, you know, $200, $300 on a little bitty thing of cream where you don't need that for your particular skin type or your skin that you can go right into Walgreens or CVS and get 
that particular moisturizer. So yes, it, I, I like to balance out both. I mean, what, what is your thoughts about that? Absolutely. I, I love being what I call beat on a budget, right? Like, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. I have my Erno Laszlo or my Dr. Barbara Sturm, who they both create 200, 300, even $400 moisturizers and serums. I have those, mm -hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only thing that works. You can find, as long as you know what ingredients to look for, for your skin type and your skincare concerns, you can mix that up. So let's say um, when I, when it comes to building a routine, I like to think of balancing the pH of the skin. Um, let's say playing ground is zero, right? Like perfectly balanced skin is zero. I know the real number for perfect balance pH is seven, but I'm not doing that math. So let's say it's zero, <laughs> right? <laughs> so if it's zero, right, that's perfectly balanced, you know, no skincare concerns, nothing, right? I am combination skin. So in mm -hmm. the center of my face, Sometimes I might be a little, a, a more of a six, right? Like right. let's say the, the positive numbers are going to be oil. The negative are going to be dry during the winter time. Even though I might be a six in here during the winter time, my cheeks and like the lower part of my face can be like a negative three. Mm. So when it comes to me building a skincare routine, my ultimate goal again is how can I get to zero? So let's say my biggest concern is that I'm a six, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's my biggest concern. I'll get to the dryness later. So I'm going to use, let's say a cleanser. That's one more gel and texture. Mm -hmm. I don't want a creamy, creamy one because I don't need more oil. Remember that right, right. oil is moisture. Water is hydration. I'm going to go for something more gel or even something more foam like, right? That's going to take that six down to, it can even take it down to a one, right? Mm -hmm. But what is that going to do to the negative two, negative three in here? That's going to send that even further down. So now I might use a serum that is going to um, really moisturize or hydrate the skin to bring that up and then use a moisturizer in the, um, after that to continue to balance. So it's a never ending cycle of trying to find that balance. So how can we get it to zero? Right. And let's say I never get to zero. Let's say I get to a perfect two all over. Mm -hmm. Well, then I'm okay with that. There's no such thing as completely perfect skin. That might mean if I get to a perfect two, that might mean I keep a little blotting sheet in my purse or, you know, from here on out, right. that's my little thing. Might need to go to the ladies room, powder my nose, mm -hmm. but don't get discouraged when it comes to using only high end and luxury products. Granted, luxury is great. I'm all for it. I have, I'm a huge advocate for luxury. Mm -hmm. However, some of my most high performing products have been drugstore. Again, it's all about, do you know what ingredients are for your skin? Do you mm -hmm. know what is going to help combat what? Because you can find great products at a budgeted price, you know, mm -hmm. and then splurge as you, as you feel necessary. So let's say um, somebody is dealing with texture issues, like enlarged pores or um, things like that. You're going to look for products that have like, let's say niacinamide. Now, The Ordinary has a, a, a product yes. called niacinamide, which, you know, I love The Ordinary. You have gotten They're me here. on that. Yes. <laughs> that niacinamide is, is a nice size, you know, it's standard mm -hmm. with, with beauty standards, right? One ounce, 1 1.5, 1 1.7. Mm -hmm. um, but it's $5.60 and it's so effective. Very. Now, is that to say that my niacinamide from Paula's Choice, which is $48, isn't going to be as effective? No, it just means that. I might want to use the cheaper one to mm -hmm. fit my budget this week, right? right? So just know, again, knowing what ingredients cater to your skin type, your goals, and your skincare concerns, that's going to be key. It doesn't matter if you paid $1,000 for it, if you paid $10.99. You can find, as long as you know how to balance out with the products mm -hmm. and how to keep that consistency, you're going to be fine. And these are some valuable tips because in my head, I'm like, I I'm, I'm can't wait to watch the replay of this because I'm going to be like, okay, I need to do this for my skin and I take regimen, <laughs> everything else. So I hope people that are, that are listening and watching are getting this kind of feedback as well. Kira, before I let you go, like I said, you have been such an influence on so many people and as well as myself, and you have inspired many others. And those that are watching and those that are listening to you right now that want to start this incredible journey, because there's so many people that I've come across uh, that are close to wanting to pursue uh, being a makeup artist, being a stylist, you know, to have the eye for fashion and everything else. 
but they let somebody derail them from the dreams or they're like, well, I don't have the money to do it. Or, you know, I have the desire, but you know, I'm stuck. And they, they, they are comfortable being stuck, even though that they have the dream and the desire to be unstuck, but they don't know how to get themselves out of that situation. What is an encouragement, um, something encouraging that you want to tell people now when it comes to them pursuing and, and going for it like you did? I would say don't punk yourself out of your purpose. Ooh, a lot deep. of times. <laughs> don't punk yourself out. Of, come on. A lot too of bad I don't have a cute, uh, too bad I don't have an organ here because I'll be like, cue the organ. <laughs> that is so good. That's yeah, so good. I, I think a lot of times we make excuses. We say, oh, such and such, they they said something negative about me and now I never look at myself the same or, oh, I didn't uh, grow up with the right circumstances or whatever. At the end of the day, we let our own interpretation, we let our own thoughts pervade our minds and that's mm-hmm. what tends to punk us out of our purpose. Um, one of the things that broke my heart years ago, I don't know what came over me. There was a, a cemetery that was right by my house and I would drive past it every single day on my way to work. And one day I just thought, I wonder how many people died not knowing their purpose or living for other people. Mm. And that just broke my heart just to think about that, you know? And so, yeah, don't, don't let your own self, don't let the negative self-talk and the self-sabotage punk you out of the promise or, or your purpose, right? Like you, you can take those exact things um, that you've been dealt with, that those exact cards you've been dealt and you can turn them around to something so beautiful and, and something that you can be proud of. And that's what I've had to do. So I didn't have the most glorious upbringing. I didn't have the, the cards, you know, dealt with the perfect hand, but I, I refuse to let negative self-talk and even surrounding myself with people who aren't living their dreams. I refuse to let that punk me out of what I know is rightfully mine right? Like I've had the same vision that I wanted to cover and spread in Vogue since the seventh grade. That has been- I I remember the vision boards. The seventh grade, you Mm -hmm. know? And so everything that I've done, whether I fell off track or what, everything that I've done has has been to shoot towards that goal. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've lived my life seeing myself as that girl that has that cover and spread in vogue. And so even if I I found myself living out of my own character or derailed from, you know, what I said that I wanted to do, that thinking about my why and thinking about what that thing is, that end goal, that has always had me go right back on track. So no matter where you're at, no matter, you know, if, if you went to the 10 year reunion and or 20 year reunion, and you know, you're not living the dream that you said you were going to in Mm -hmm. high school, that doesn't mean anything. You can still start with exactly what you have, exactly where you are and, and just do it. You know, I think one of the things that I've learned is that people, they like the journey. People want to grow with you. Think about how much pride we take in our favorite artists who may have been underground. They finally make it big. You're like, man, I remember I was listening to them back in the day. Nobody was really hip. We we take pride in, in saying that we were a part of that, right? People are doing the same thing with us. If you say that you have a vision, start walking in that thing as if it's already happened. Start living your life and shaping your surroundings to make it look like it's already happened. And I promise you, coupled with what we said earlier, your your miracle or that that thing meeting you right in your stride, it'll happen before you know it. And I'm a living witness. And you'll get to a place where, which is where I'm at right now, where it's like now, yes, I still have the the vision for the um the cover and um the cover and spread in Vogue, but everything that's on my vision board, aside from that one thing I've done. So it's like now it's causing me to, to dream again. How can I, like, what, what else do I want to do? What more is there for me? How can I continue to go and, and, and live my dreams? What are my new dreams? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, write that thing down, keep it in front of you and the world is yours. Success can only be measured against purpose. That's it. That Don't is eat. it. Your aunt dropped a, a beautiful gem right there. Man. Cir- I circled and started on here. <laughs> I circled and started on there. I was like, I'm going to keep that. Where can everybody follow you on the social media? I am at Kiera Lanise on all platforms. That's K-I-E-R-R-A-L-A-N-I-C-E. I'm on everything. TikTok, Instagram, um, Twitter, 
everything. <laughs> it's pretty easy to find me. You can literally Google my name and all of my social media, all of my press mentions, everything will come up. And she is already starting to be booked and busy in 2022. So y'all, if Man. you need... If you need her to come and do a wedding or you need her to come and do a photo shoot, y'all better get with her very quickly in 2022, because absolutely girlfriend got that schedule booked up. Kira Lanise, I am so proud of you. Thank I, you. I am just honored to call you my niece. People are like, you were a niece at all? I'm like, don't worry about it. I don't need to tell you nothing. Yes, she is my niece. I, I claim her as such. <laughs> She's got other aunties. Shout out to Dominique. Shout out to Alvina. We, we all her aunties. She's got many aunties. I'm one of them. But I'm so proud of you and the path you're taking and what you're doing and how you're encouraging people. And I cannot wait to see what else is going to happen for you because this is just the beginning. I, I just see you taking off, but you're bringing so many people with you. And people like the, the young lady that you had mentioned, that what you said to her in 2013 and seeing her evolve because of what you had said and what you instilled in her, there's gonna be many more stories that's gonna the, the flourish from what you have done and said for people. And you, you're gonna hear about it. And then we're waiting for a book to be written. You know. I'm just I, saying, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> I, need, I, need, <laughs> I need a good table book. Yeah, I need yeah. I got you. I'm working on it. It's funny because over the years I've been, um, I use social media. I'm a prime millennial, right? Like mm -hmm. that I am all the little, uh, millennial tests. I check all the boxes, the avocado toast, going to brunch, the whole, <laughs> <laughs> the whole night, but I've used social media to my advantage. And one of the things that I'm most proud of is that, you know, growing up, I always wanted a scrapbook. Mm -hmm. Never did it, never was disciplined enough, but I use social media as my scrapbook. And so I have been collecting over the last 10, 11, 12 years, social media posts where I would just dream out loud mm -hmm. and they've been happening, manifesting. And so that's what I'm going to use as the basis for my book. So that's all I have for now. I'm not actively working on it, but <laughs> that that's the, the platform. Don't, don't listen to her, ladies and gentlemen, but she's active. She's going to be actively working on it after we're done here. Trust right. me, blow up her DMs and all of that. Tell her we're ready for a book. <laughs> we're ready for a table book. We're ready for Absolutely. something. I'm so proud of you, girl. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. You are very welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening and watching on I Heard That Podcast. And as I always end the show, be good to one another. Take care and stay safe. We out of here. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support.